Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Completely Cedric. Today's episode is called The Scream of Silence. For the last couple of weeks, I have been dealing with the fact that now I am completely in my house alone. I've always had someone with me, and while I have my caregivers, during the day and up until midnight, I still have to deal with the fact that I presently live alone, something I never really had to prepare for. But that's not the hard part. The hard part isn't just living alone. It's sitting alone with my feelings and thoughts and being truly honest with myself about how I feel about my circumstances. It's about being truly honest that I have very strong insecurities. There's the constant need to prove that I'm strong enough to handle what life has to offer. The constant need that I have to prove I'm capable in every facet of my life. I grew up developing a certain armor to prove I didn't need anybody. Everybody needs help from time to time. But when you grow up with the visitor of CP, you think the last thing I need to do is need somebody. So you push people away because you're so afraid of being manipulated and mishandled by others. You shut everything and everyone out. My siblings have not been around much. Most by choice, but then also by way of me feeling like I can't and don't want to depend on them. We have been getting into constant arguments about how to best help me achieve my life goals. I love my siblings with everything that is in me but they just don't understand what it is to live in this body and in these situations. They think if they're there, I should treat them like a magic wand and they have the powers to make all of my struggles disappear. But at the current moment, I still need someone to bathe me, wash my clothes, and help me go to the bathroom. Those are the moments where I feel physically helpless. But the stymieing issue becomes the point that because I need physical help, every other parts of me, every other part of me gets ignored. And I've learned to neglect my emotional and psychological needs in favor of my physical needs at the current moment. But today, 
I'm learning to take care of myself, or as psychologists call it, I'm learning to develop self-efficacy. I'm learning to take myself seriously. Now, my siblings may come on board. They may not. But I have to trust God with these anxieties. The anxiety of not feeling worthy of love by someone of the opposite sex. The worrying feeling of I'll always need someone and dare I say be in the position to be taken advantage of severely. I often tell you all about trusting God, but being transparent, this has been a journey of trusting God with all of my needs and mainly my heart, which is hard for me to do. Because as us humans know, we don't like pain. I don't like to be disappointed. I don't like to be rejected. But God does not spare us from these things. He just gives us discernment to either avoid or deal with these things when they come. Because they will come. And they won't come from everyone or everything. But they can come from anyone and anything. James 1 tells us to count it all joy when you fall into various trials and temptations, for they will produce patience. And when patience will have its full development, will be complete, and we won't lack nothing, that the hallmark of a human being is knowing how to maintain a state of contentment and peace in the midst of calamity. See, that is the true test of whether you trust God. It isn't that you won't come up against trials and tribulations and stress. It's that you won't allow yourself to be knocked about by anything because God has secured you. I expressed to my siblings my desire to live on my own, and now I am. And it is a growing process. I'm also learning that needing help is not a sin, and it is nothing to be ashamed of. I still believe, by the power of God's word, that I am healed of my physical diagnosis. The pain and toll that the physical issues may weigh on my mind might look to present a different reality. But what God says 
stands. So I won't become discontent because I had to get washed up today. I won't become discontent because I had to get in the chair today. I won't become discontent because I have to recertify for my voucher. I thank God that I have a voucher. I thank God that I have someone to help me. I thank God that I'm learning to trust and that trusting God and trusting others does not make me weak, does not make me less than a man, does not make me helpless or a victim. I'm only a victim when I refuse the help that he sends. Family, it is hard living with any visitor of special needs. It humbles you. And it humbles you to the point where without the help of the Holy Spirit and godly influence in in your life, it can humble you all the way to a sense of depression and inferiority and self-hatred. Ask me how I know, because I've gone through it, and I'm learning to shed off those things every day. Don't allow yourself to be squeezed by the sound of silence. And the sound of silence is just merely you being alone with your own thoughts and hearing your internal honesty about your situation, that you don't feel good enough, that you don't feel strong enough, that you don't feel wise enough, that you don't have enough courage. And you know what? Without God, you can have none of these, and you are nothing without him. Don't allow the need to prove yourself to choke the life of God out of you and alienate you from others. I encourage you to break the wall. I'm doing this episode right now to break my own wall. Lean into God. Surrender your life to him. Surrender your cares about your body your mental capacity, your ability to communicate verbally or whatever condition you may deal with, even if it's an atrocious sickness such as cancer, lean into God for every part of your experience. Make the leap. Make the jump. To listen and not just talk. For prayer is a dialogue and not a monologue. You will never hear God's voice if you aren't silent enough to listen. You won't be silent enough to listen when you learn to close your own mouth 
if you can't even listen to your own thoughts? How can you listen to God's thoughts? Take time and read his word. And surrender to what he is saying to you through it. And through godly leadership, that means. If he says the pastor, elder, prophet, teacher, and even in evangelism, you are not saved to share God's love with you. Receive it. But that's what you will be charged with, whether or not you receive what God brings to you. Because what God brings to you is a gift. And the ultimate gift is security in Christ Jesus. Now you won't have everything you want, but you will have everything. God says it's for you. And what God says is for you, it's for your complete good. So be open to whatever his will, his plan, and his purpose is. Get out of your own vision and your own way. And don't let the silence of your own psyche and the thoughts that come from the enemy allow you to squeeze, I mean, allow to squeeze the life out of you. The devil wants to kill you. He wants to make prisoners of us all by just getting us to do one thing, turn away from God's love according to our present circumstance. Lean into God and allow the sound of silence to be placed, to be replaced, I mean, with the glory of God and the presence of his voice. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. I love y'all.